Build your cultural competence. Listen to interesting stories. Learn about the cultural pitfalls and how to avoid them. Get the global perspective here at Culture Matters Podcast on international business. We help you understand cultural diversity better by interviewing real people with real experiences, helping you develop your cultural competence. Here's your host, Chris Smith. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to the Culture Matters podcast. And this time it is not an interview podcast, but it is a content podcast. In other words, we're going to talk about some, uh, uh, some content when it comes to cultural differences and cultural awareness as such. In this podcast, I cover several aspects when it comes to uh, national cultural differences. And national cultural differences tend to be the uh, the differences between, say, Americans and Mexicans or Indians and Germans. And we also talk about um, organizational cultural differences or organizational culture in general as such. An organizational culture is as exactly what it is, the culture, the culture that is present and dominant in an organization. Okay, to the um, uh, potatoes, the meat and potatoes, as they say with this uh, with this podcast, number thirty nine. We're recording this in September twenty fifteen, two thousand and fifteen. Uh, fifteen September twenty thousand uh, two thousand and fifteen, to be exactly. Okay, what I'd like to talk about in this episode is something that uh, comes that is being mentioned pretty much every time, time and again, every time when I do a workshop, when I give a workshop. Um, or give a lecture or something like that and people ask some questions afterwards is give us some do's and don'ts so in this episode i'd like to talk about do's and don'ts when it comes to cultural differences the the general statement here is that do's and don'ts don't work and i always stop and pause and address this issue when somebody in the audience brings it up can you give me some do's and don'ts in other words what people are asking for is the aspirin solution to a pain that they have well you know when it comes to cultural differences there as far as i'm concerned at least there is no aspirin solution there's no quick fix there's no always do this or always do that because we're talking about human beings and um Human beings are infinitely complex and typically within different contexts that people are moving around, it gets even uh, well worse or more complex to that extent. So, um, do's and don'ts, of course, what, what are they? A do is in one culture something that you should do and a don't is something that you better avoid because people in that same group or culture will then frown or potentially possibly frown upon you. This, my statement here is, is that do's and don'ts are con- contextually dependent. So in other words, what is a do in a certain context within a certain culture becomes a don't when the context changes in that identical, that same um, culture with the same players present as well. And the other way around as well. Something that becomes a don't can turn into a do if the context actually changes as well. I'm trying to come up with an example um, uh, that comes to heart, comes to mind. Uh, I think, you know, uh, possibly thinking about a football match or something, and then um, a European football match, or for the Americans, a soccer match, whereby, I'm not saying this is, a, this is a per se is a do as such, but you know, swearing in public is something that in general you would consider being a don't. But when people go to football or soccer matches, all of a sudden, people, uh, the audience mainly, starts to swear at, at the players if they're not performing well. And then somehow, within the same culture, it is sort of a, not per 
se a do, but it is allowed. It's not as frowned upon as it would be if you would do the same thing in a supermarket, for instance. Well, okay, so that's something that, uh, that's what I mean when do's and don'ts are contextually dependent. Um, there's an example here that comes to mind as well, where the do's and don'ts don't seem to work irrespective of the context as well. Imagine that um, you are a, um, uh, say, a North American or you're a European and you want to do business with Japan. Now, what do you do? You go and find yourself a workshop on how to do business with Japan. And uh, Japan is just uh, just a, just a uh, an example here. Nothing specific about Japan here. Now, what you get to learn in that workshop is how the Japanese actually meet and greet each other. And how do you think they do that? Well, typically or stereotypically, possibly maybe, Japanese greet each other by bowing. And if you bow, if you bow deeper, then you are somewhat of a lower hierarchy. And if you don't have to bow that much, then you are somewhat of a higher hierarchy. Well, that's at least what you are being taught in that specific course. So you don't shake hands, you make a big bow. Okay, away we go all the way around the world to Japan, where there's a Japanese who wants to do business with a, say, European or a North American. And the Japanese thinks, okay, I should prepare and I am going to follow a course on how the Europeans actually do business. And part of that course tells the Japanese how to meet and greet. And he is being taught, okay, what do we do here in Europe is we shake hands. We don't bow. Okay, the Japanese says, no, I got that. And you, as being uh, the the Western or the European or the the North American, think, okay, I'm not going to shake hands. I am going to bow for my Japanese counterpart. Imagine these two people meet. You meet your uh, Japanese counterpart or business partner, if you want. You bow, and he sticks out his hand, and you get slapped in the face. Now, of course, this is an, an, an exaggerated example here, um, but you sort of catch my drift. The do's and don'ts do not always seem to work like that. Uh, there are... As far as I am concerned, and this is based on, what is it, about 20 years of, uh, of working in the field here when it comes to cultural differences, I've come up with only two exceptions to general don'ts. Not so much do's, but don'ts. And that is, give something with your left hand. Many cultures find it very offensive if you pass on something with your left hand because that left hand is, that, is, uh, is possibly used for sort of cleaning yourself, if you want. And um, you don't put your feet up on the table. Many cultures, typically Asian cultures, do not appreciate that you show somebody else's the uh, the sole of your feet. Okay, now I I haven't found any more like really general don'ts or do's for that matter that seem to work pretty much in every case. And even this left hand passing on something with the left hand that you that you should not do in Asian and Indian cultures is something that people can make exceptions to. So I was, I found myself one day in um, a situation, I guess it was somewhere, I was in the Middle East doing, uh, doing some work there. I found myself being stuck with something in my, both my left hand and my right hand. And I couldn't put this, I couldn't free up this right hand. So I had to, there was, there was, I had just, I don't know exactly why that was, but I had only one option that was to give this person, this Indian person, something that I was holding in my left hand, the hand that I should not be giving something with. So 
what I did, I reached out and um, I said, well, here is something, uh, whatever he I was giving to this person. And I said, excuse the hand. So I made an apology. I made more explicit that I was doing something that I thought was wrong. And the Indian looked at me. He took whatever I gave him. And he looked at me and he said, Chris, it's all right. Your hand is, that hand is closer to the heart. Which I thought was a very nice, friendly way to illustrate that if you're able to make your mistakes explicit, if you think you're doing something wrong and you're making it more explicit, then uh, the other part, the other culture is more than willing to forgive you. At least this person, this Indian person was. Um, I, I still remember that that story or that experience, and I've I've turned it into a story that I um, relatively often tell when I do my um, my workshops as well. Well. Uh, do's and don'ts are not only uh, verbal, but they're also non-verbal. I can remember a company that actually issued um, a, a little booklet, a tiny booklet, uh, where, with all kinds of intercultural or international do's and don'ts, like should you do this, or you can't do this, or this means that. You know, the, your your index finger on your forehead or on the side of your head, and it means this there and that there. HSBC, the uh, Hong Kong Shanghai um, uh, Shanghai Bank of China, also had a series of, um, uh, of of commercials or ads on this as well. And I can recall one whereby you would see a hand, and imagine a hand. You would just see the see the hand and slight part of the wrist, where the four fingers would touch the thumb. So imagine if you stick out your hand, hold out your hand, you put your, your four fingers closer together and let all four fingers touch the thumb, right? Like you're holding something that's like a tea bag and, and sort of uh, dipping that in into your teacup. Well, they had three countries. One was um, Egypt, one was Greece, and one was Italy. And what it meant in um, Italy is, is what do you mean or what do you mean? And then the hand moves back and forth. In Greece and apparently also in Turkey, uh, the, uh, the, the same movement to some extent means that's just perfect. And in Egypt, it's the same hand gesture as turns out to be meaning to some extent at least. Um, take it easy or relax. Now, I've, I've shown this ad, HSBC ad, to several people from those specific countries, from Egypt, from Greece, and from Italy. And 50-50 chance, 50% would say, yes, I recognize this. And the other 50% say, no, I don't recognize this. I've never seen this before. So also, you know, when it comes to nonverbal do's and don'ts, like, okay, you, this is what you do in a certain culture uh, non-verbally, is not 100% a given and 100% sure or certain for sure. Um, the other thing that comes to mind, which I find really difficult to, uh, and, and as a struggle as well, and I bring this up predominantly because the audience base of this, the Culture Matters podcast, is uh, for f- about 50% in the United States and Canada, and the other 50% is in the rest of the world. So we have a very broad uh, culture audience. The base as such is, is pretty broad, but the biggest, the dominant group is still North America, the US and Canada. Um, where I personally, having lived a year in the States and having gone back several, several numerous times, I am still struggling with the so-called uh, the, the American political correctness, something that um, I haven't, in, when it comes to the individual, every American individual that I've met dislikes the uh, the political correctness and still they all 
uh, stick with it. They all they all are politically correct. Typically, when it's um, when it comes to to public appearances, if you want, and I'm talking here about um, expressions of of race, religion, and politics and, and stuff like that, which sometimes I hear an American say certain things about somebody from a different race and the way they phrase it, the way they put it, and I find I then ask myself, is this political correct can, is, can you say it like this can you say it like that and that is such those those um, fine lines are so subtle when it comes to political correctness this is really something difficult to understand and to sort of wrap your head around as well and the reason i'm mentioning is this for one reason is that the biggest audience base like i said is in the u.s and for the other uh, maybe two of the listeners in the united states and possibly canada as well when we as europeans or non-americans say something that you find uh, politically incorrect just think about the fact that we we just don't get it we don't we can't Again, we can't get the finesse of when you should say what, under what circumstances, and 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 what occasions. So, when it comes to do's and don'ts, and this is basically the main message here, when it comes to do's and don'ts, be really, really careful, and don't assume that a do is always the same do, even if the context changes, contexts change, and or the player change, or the players change. As well, the do's and don'ts are not poured in concrete. They're hugely flexible, as well. And when in doubt, and this is possibly the learning point here, or something that you could check out. Um, and I'm curious to hear back from you if you want. You can leave a, uh, a message on the sideculturematters.com and on their podcast, and you can find this episode. Um, I'm, I'm curious to find out what your experience with this is. And what I do, what I tend to do, if I don't know what to do, I ask. And that's, I, I haven't found over the, 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 excuse me, hundreds of years, but the many years that I've been working internationally, it's, I've never found anybody being offended if you ask, like, how do you do this? Or why do you do this as such? Or if you apologize upfront by saying, I'm not really sure if I'm doing this correctly. Or could you help me out because I'm not really sure. And that sort of takes out the wind of the sails and takes out the emotion out of any do do and don't, you know, the, the, the non-verbalized uh, do's and don'ts that are there. And that could cause possible friction between you and your, um, your, your, your other country, other culture counterpart. Well, I hope this um, uh, this relatively short episode has been of help, and I'm curious and um, hopeful that you would leave um, a note on the site, culturematters.com, click on podcasts, find this episode number 39, and uh, leave your comments at the bottom of the uh, of the blog article there. If you like the Culture Matters podcast, then I would really appreciate if you would leave me um, a rating, a ranking in, um, in comments in iTunes as well, because the more people do that, the more people will actually see that there is a Culture Matters podcast and uh, then can hopefully enjoy what I do here as well. Okay, thank you so much for listening. It's been a short 15 minutes and we'll be back next week with another podcast, Culture Matters podcast interview. Thanks again. Take care. Bye-bye. That's it for this episode. The Culture Matters Podcast, helping you understand cultural diversity better by interviewing real people with real experiences.